I was born with hearing impairment. Some of you already know that I wear hearing aid. And for people like me who wear hearing aid, you can imagine this first of you know, being at home or places without fully understanding what is happening around you or even going to a movie theater and not following all these things because of uh, not hearing well. And for some of us living with people who are also going through uh, maybe not hearing well, you can also imagine this first of having your husband or your wife or a kid not hearing well. And also the miracle of the hearing aid, when you have them, you are able to communicate better and also it improves the quality of your life. But I'm not here to advocate for the hearing aid, but there is need to check it out if you are having a hearing problem. At least the miracle of the hearing aid can help you improve the quality of your life. So as we talk about that one, we also extend to spiritual hearing, as we heard in today's gospel. Uh, Acts of the Apostles chapter 10 tells us, Jesus Christ, anointed with the power of the Holy Spirit, went about doing good. In the beginning of his mission, the gospel of Luke tells us, Luke chapter 4, having received the Holy Spirit, Jesus made publicly his mission statement, which includes to give sight to the blind, the ears of the deaf opened, those who are dumb, you know, to have them speak. The prisoners are set free, and the message of salvation proclaimed to everyone. This mission statement goes back to the Old Testament, as we heard in the first reading, the prophecy of Isaiah. The people of Israel, who are already in exile, with the hope of the Messiah that is coming to liberate and set them free. But now they are already in exile. How is that going to be realized? How is it going to happen? Isaiah is offering them the message of liberation, the message of hope. Here comes our God. Be strong, he said. Do not be afraid. So he gave them the signs of the restoration, of the coming back, the same we can rely on, especially this week that we've been going through so much with the hurricane, in addition to the ongoing uh, coronavirus and many other frustrations. The scripture tells us and tells you, be strong, be not be afraid. Here comes your God with the hope, the message of love. And these are the signs that will accompany the salvation that the Lord is bringing to his chosen people, the deaf we hear, the dumb we speak, and, you know, all of these things will happen. But this did not stop in the Old Testament. All of this is fulfilled in the mission of Jesus Christ. As we saw in the Gospel reading, already all through his public ministry, Jesus went about giving sight to the blind, raising those who are dead, and all of the signs. Even the psalm of today, Psalm 146, enjoins all of us to praise the Lord for the many things he has done. Why should I praise the Lord? Because his faithfulness endures forever. It is the Lord who gives sight to the blind. It is the Lord who raises up those who are bowed down or bowed down. It is the Lord who gives food to the hungry 
It is the Lord who set prisoners free. It is the Lord who upholds the orphans and the widows. For all of this, we give him thanks in all conditions, even if we are going through this first of the moment. Now, let us take a moment to look at or reflect on this gospel passage. From where we left off last Sunday, you know, when he tells them, it is from within comes what defiles. And not just the external. You know, last Sunday we talked about uh, tradition and traditionalism. Those who are eating without washing their hands and observing the traditions of the elders and all of that. So today we continue from where we left. Now, moving into the region of Decapolis, he now performed a sign. I usually like to call it a sign because signs are not the end in themselves. They are means to communicate something beyond them, just like we have the road signs. The road signs are meant to get us somewhere. So these signs performed by Christ are meant to lead us somewhere, especially the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, which is all his uh, mission is all about. So he performed this sign with this man. So let's look at some of the things that may help us reflect more what is going on. This man was brought by other people. He did not come on his own. Sometimes we may need other people in our lives. Right now we are going through uh, the hurricane. We need each other. So this man was brought by people who saw the need to have him brought to Christ for healing. The Gospel of Mark, even the first miracle you will see in the Gospel of Mark, is about the man, the, the man with the paralytic, the man paralyzed. It was his friends who opened the roof to let him down. So sometimes we may need a family members or friends to open the, the roof to bring you in to Christ so that you get the healing that you need. Or if you are the one in need to allow yourself, like this man allowed himself to be brought by others, or the one who was paralyzed, he allowed himself and they opened the roof to let him down. And also they begged Christ, they begged him, they were not there for their own need. They begged him for the healing of this man. That is what intercessory prayer is all about. Not only praying for myself, my family, my, myself, and other, but also to make our time to pray for others, those who are in need of healing, those who are in need of deliverance, those who are in most need, even in this moment, to pray for them. So they begged him to attend to this man. Now Christ began the healing process. First of all, he took this man away from the crowd because, you know, with the crowd there were so many noise. Like in our time, many noise are going on. Politics, uh, religion, uh, violence, war. So many noise are going on, in our, even within. Let's leave the outside. Even within us. Think about the cell phones, the internet, the TV, the social media. So noise from everywhere. Uh, there is a book by one cardinal, uh, The Power of Silence, uh, Cardinal Robert Sauer, if you have time uh, to get the book and you read. So many noise in our time. But with the power of silence, taking away time on your own, you are able to go inward 
to get the deliverance you need, or even to reassess your life, your business, your career, your family, to see where and the process and the procedures for a better healing and deliverance, which may not just be physical, but much more, because all of these, like I said, are signs. So he took him away from the crowd to a quiet place. Why? Because this man is deaf. And, you know, you can say dumb, but it was, he wasn't really dumb, but, you know, uh, difficulty in speaking. So he didn't want to embarrass him before the public. So he took him to a quiet place and communicated to him with the signs, language that he will understand. So he started the process, you know, um, spiral and sand and all of that. And with eyes raised to heaven, once again, this gesture reminding us that all power belongs to God. Psalm 121, I lift up my eyes to the mountain. That is, I lift up my heads. That is where my help comes. In the celebration of the liturgy in Mass, we are asked before the Eucharistic prayer, lift up your heads, lift up your hearts, because it is from above that we get all the power that we need. I can't remember the name of the person, one philosopher who said that uh, of all creatures, man is the only one created in a way or in a position that he has direct access to God. All other lower animals, you know, they walk with their face, face down to the earth or to the ground. But the position of man is in a way that he can have a transcendental, that is beyond yourself, to communicate, to lift up your, in Psalm 24, the psalmist tells us, lift up your gates, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and allow him to enter. So with that word that you hear most times in baptism, Ephetha, be open. He healed this man. Be open. That is, be open to new ideas. Be open to welcome the word of God. Be open to, you know, let in the diversity that is going on. Be open to whatever is happening around you so that the healing that you need may come in. At our baptism, the priest or the deacon, we always say, may the Lord open your ears to hear his words and also your mouth so that you may proclaim. In the liturgy of the hours, the first thing that we say when we get up in the morning, O Lord, open my lips, open my mouth, that I may praise your name. So the mouth is to proclaim the wonders of the Lord. Like at the end of the Mass, we are asked to go and proclaim the goodness. So the mouth is to proclaim so that our ears can also hear the wonders of the Lord. Where is this challenging you and I to proclaim the wonders of the Lord? Do I hear his words? Do I proclaim his praise? As we gather today in this Sunday, especially today also is the feast of uh, St. Teresa of Calcutta, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, um, known for a great work of charity. The Lord is calling us to allow his words to get into our ears so that we are able to proclaim his praise, not only in words, but also in deed. Most of the missions are the things that the Lord invites us to do can be done without saying anything or without even publicizing them on the social media. 
likewise took this man quietly to a corner, and he told them not to let anybody know. Unlike the temptation that we fall in today, we put it everywhere, you know, like receiving all the praise and glory instead of allowing God to take the glory. So we ask him to open the eyes of our minds and also our ears so that we do not become in what the psalmist we say in Psalm 115. They have ears, but they do not hear because of the noise from many angles, the noise from the world that has blocked our ears from hearing the goodness. And once we ask him to open it, then we are able to understand what he is telling us, and then we are able to put it into practice. May God bless his words always in our hearts, through Christ our Lord. Amen.